Thank you so much for being here on the next episode. Learn, grow, do, repeat with Jamie Tatino. Look, I created this podcast to be able to give back, connect with like-minded people, people like you, people like me, who are out there chasing those goals, chasing those dreams and turning them into a reality. Be sure to like, comment and share at the end of the episode. Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Again, thank you for being here. Let's get into it. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the next episode of Learn, Grow, Do, Repeat with Jamie Tatino. So today, guys, is a solo episode, and I really wanted to touch on something that's really important uh, right now, and it's something that I feel important, and I've sort of experienced it myself and experiencing it a lot, seeing it a lot with my clients, I should say, and hearing it a lot in the current climate we're facing, and if you sort of like dive a bit deeper into social media and you and you look at what everyone's sort of saying and how people are feeling most importantly, I think there's a real real urge, real need uh, and a real lack of direction. And again, this is not a political discussion. Uh, when I say direction, I don't mean political direction. What I mean is people at this time, my understanding and feeling and vibe is and you know, chatting to a lot of people is that they're a bit stagnant, they're a bit of a, a holding pattern, just hovering, just hanging around, just waiting and it is a bit like that because it's a lot of unknowns, a lot of uncertainties, and that's where that lack of direction comes from. And and then the whole conversation is, okay, cool. Well, what do I do? Like, where do I start? Uh, and the answer to that, when you ask me, what do I do? And it's something that you know, it's taken me some time personally to understand and working with my clients, helping them to understand it, is you've sort of got to do it all, you know. And and I think you already know that, like. There is no one way. There is no magic pill. We've all heard that. There is no one book. There is no one saying, one quote, one thing. There's not one meal that you eat. You know, it's like if you're on a diet and you eat one bad meal, it's not going to make you fat. And if you eat something uh, like junk food, that one bad meal isn't going to change your whole, you know, eight weeks, ten weeks, twelve weeks, two years of training. Also the same way as if you eat one salad, it's not going to make you healthy if you've eaten for one year straight, straight junk food. You know what I mean? So I think there's going to be that, that, that push through, that tolerance, that, that allowance to know that even though today I wake up early and do my exercise and even though today I eat the salad and do the juice and do the smoothie and do everything I need to do, it's not just about today it needs to really become habits and lifestyles and routines and structures and everything you put in place that you can turn up as this person. So when someone says, what is it that I need to do? Well, there isn't actually any one thing. It's actually all of it. Uh, and it's not just about the, when I say all of it, it's not physically you need to do it all. It's, it's everything counts. It's all those one percenters that all add up. Uh, it's not just, oh, how do I have more energy? Well, how you have more energy goes back to the day before how you, you know, your pre-sleep routine, how you sleep, how you eat before you sleep, what's the first thing you do when you wake up in the day? That's going to determine how you can get some more energy in your day. You know, don't get to 3 p.m. and say, shit, I've had a shit day. Well, it's actually got nothing to do with that moment. It's all the build-up before that that's got you to where you are. Uh, and like I said, it's not always about those physical things that you need to do. And it's something that I spoke about in the book, Be Great. Uh, and it's in that in the greatness formula when I touch on the six key elements to achieving greatness. Uh, and even then, you know, even reviewing that now, thinking about it, me being a more elevated person uh, and progressed and evolved even more, there is no six exact things. There's a million different things. What I've touched on there is six key elements that will help you to achieve greatness in your world. I don't think there is just one or two or the top five or the top 10 or the top six. 
in that case. Uh, I think there's everything you need to do, but here's six elements that I really want you to focus on that's going to help you get closer to achieving greatness in your own world. And when it does come to greatness, guys, like we've all got our own interpretation, our own vision, our own need, our own want for what that might look like. I think ultimately what it comes down to, uh, and I did touch in, in the formula, is it is confidence. It is self-belief. It is that underlying, you know, unwavering self-confidence that needs to be built. And I think that will serve you so much, so much more even outside of this, you know, current pandemic. And that confidence flows into your work, into your family life, into your personal life, into when you cook for the family, when you go for a run, when you exercise, when you want to wake up at 5 a.m. and shake it up a little bit and change it up and do something different. That confidence, that self-belief, that that you know, and I spoke about it also in that in the six in the four part mini program called Self Power, where it does come back to you. Like that confidence is a, it's like a muscle, really. You're building that muscle day in, day out. And just when you think it doesn't matter, or just when you think it doesn't count, they're the reps, they're the they're the they're the moments in your in your life that really do count. It's those moments when you don't want to do it that you actually do it. That's where the self belief grows. It's when you get home after doing a gym session or an exercise or a workout that you didn't want to do. And you've showered and you're reflecting on the day and you're like, damn, I still went there and gave it everything, even though, even though I didn't want to be there. You know how well you'll sleep that night. You know how, how energized and how pumped up and how excited and how, you know, that energy you have for the following day, knowing that you turned up when you didn't want to. And also knowing when you didn't want to, you also don't have to. Like no one's forcing you to do it, you know. You're choosing to want to go to the gym or you're choosing to exercise. You're choosing to eat a healthy meal. You're choosing to wake up at 5 a.m. because you know the benefits it can hold. So when it does get hard and when it is cold and when it is a bit awkward and when it is not what you really want to be doing, just pause for a second and think about why did I actually even want to do this in the first place? That's going to be the real driving force. and That's going to be the real the why, so to say, that we all speak about, that's going to be the why and why you're doing what it is that you're doing. And again, you know, I don't know about where you're listening to this from, but here I'm based here in Melbourne and we've just hit the record for the most days in lockdown during uh, this whole global pandemic we're experiencing. And I can tell you now I've doubled down on learning. You know, our businesses haven't been able to run the way we'd like them to run. And yeah, we've pivoted and adapted, but it's still not uh, the way it normally would be. So there is a little bit more downtime away from the businesses which gives me more time to do things for me which I've definitely done and I've I've read more books listened to more audio uh, through audible than I ever have and hey if you want to list of some of the best books I've listened to and read this year just shoot me a dm uh, or an email I'm more than happy to send you some of my top books I can send you five or, or ten whatever it is that you want to get your hands on uh, and some of the great learnings I've taken away from it and they're all sort of different uh, but I've used this time to do that to, to learn and to educate myself I've, I've read books on, on food and eating and how I can get one percent better looking always looking for those little hacks I've also read read books and listened to audio books around around you know meditation and and mindset and, and growing from that perspective and, and different things that I can do to improve me as a human being as a holistic person you know so really double down on your on your learnings and that's why when someone says what what's what do I do what's and I, and I say well it's all of it it's everything you need to do I'd always go back to firstly working on you when everyone and when anyone ever says to me Jane what's your top tip what's that one thing you would pass on if I'm ever on a podcast or being interviewed or whatever it is 
And it always ends with similar questions. Jamie, what's your last message? What's that one thing you wish you could pass on? What's the one thing you wish you knew when you were 10 years old, 15 years old, 20 years old, even five years ago? What's that one thing? And I always say, work on yourself. Work on yourself because that's the number one asset. Read, learn, grow, put yourself in experiences, put yourself in awkward positions, controlled awkward positions and dangerous positions and challenging, challenging positions because that's where you're going to grow. That's where you really realize who you are as a person. Travel when you're allowed to. Uh, go to different places, try different food, speak to different people, experience different things. You know, Fail, learn, get things wrong. Be okay with that. Because during that process, you're going to learn one really important skill in life. And this is how I learned it. And a lot of the people that I get to hang out with, really successful people, really influential people, what they've, they've had a very similar experience to me, what they've said, and then combining with some of my own thoughts and processes and experiences as well, is that you, as you go through those moments of not really caring what anyone else thinks and giving it a red hot crack and doing what's best for you, you'll start to realize two things. One, no one really cares whether you succeed or fail. Most people are just watching from afar. They don't really care because as they're scrolling social media, you've, you've done it, I do it. You scroll and you look at a post for three, five seconds and you move on to the next one. So if someone does well, you're like, oh, that's cool. If someone doesn't do well, well, you look at it for three seconds and you move on to the next thing and then you've forgotten about it five minutes later. True? So you've got to remember people are doing that. They don't really care. Secondly, what you do start to build is the fact that you also don't care what people think. And when you get to that stage, when you get to the stage of, I really don't care if you like me, dislike me, whether you hate me, whether you agree with what I'm doing, my opinion or not, and you still put content out, you still grow, you still evolve, you still pursue that dream, you still you know, have those conversations and do whatever it is that you're doing that's creating that hate or that, that negativity from external people, if you still do that, that's when you become dangerous. So for me, the number one thing I'm telling you now that you really should be working on, uh, and if you're coming to me saying, hey, Jamie, what do I need to do? What can I do in this downtime? It's easy, work on yourself. Exercise, read, grow, practice cooking, get it wrong, get the recipe wrong, and I've done many of that, done plenty of that, don't worry about that. Um, Get the recipe wrong. You know, go for a run and tell yourself you're gonna run 10Ks but only get six because you've burnt out. That's totally fine, it's not a failure. It's like, cool, now I found my boundary. Over the next week or so, I'm going to push that 10K limit. Whatever it is. Like I'm, I'm, I'm referencing exercise a lot because that's my sort of go-to um, where I'll challenge myself and where I'll push myself as much as possible and I'll, I'll try and get up early and I'll meditate for a little bit longer than I ever have. And even though it feels weird and it feels awkward and I'm still getting used to it, it's like, cool, yesterday I did five minutes, today I'm going to do eight minutes, then I'm going to do 10 minutes, then I'm going to do 20 minutes, like whatever it is. Grow and build there. Uh, buy more books, learn more, get some more audio, hang out with people, get on Zoom calls with people, follow new people on social media, do a bit of a detox and cleanse and change your algorithm in your social, start liking and engaging on different types of posts and, and followings and, and, and pages because then you're going to start to see more of that. So I think it's really important to really dive back to you, really focus on that, that self-confidence, that self-belief, that, you know, that un, unwavering self-confidence and self-belief that nothing will will change nothing will get in your way from from stopping that from happening because then on the back of that that confidence is like i said earlier it really is a muscle it starts to flow onto everything else in your life and one really key thing that i want to finish on as well for you guys it's something that i only really learned and was exposed to so to say like i i knew, always knew this thing i always knew what i when I share it with you, you understand. I always knew about this and I knew what I was doing, 
but it never really sunk in and made sense until three weeks ago, four weeks ago, when I was again listening to an audio book and it was like in the first chapter, I was like in the first 10 minutes of this audio book and I, I had to stop listening to it for a bit because I was like, cool, this is hit so hard. And, and what was said was that we, we're trying to think positive all the time and, and, you know, manifestation and visualization and 100%, you know, it's, it's great. You know, work on your affirmations, do all that stuff because I do that every single day without, without failure, right? But one thing that we're not taught is like we start to do that when we have a negative experience or have an experience that we didn't want to happen or we face something that we didn't want to happen or we have a conversation that didn't go as planned and, and it hurts us, it's negatively, it could be trauma in your world, or it could be whatever you want to call it, whatever label you want to give it, it could create a, a, an emotional response, it could make you feel anxious, depressed, it could make you feel angry, whatever it is, there's something that's happened to us we've now attached ourselves to this experience and we've given it meaning and now our body's experiencing it. When you hear the same song from a funeral or from your ex-partner or from whatever, these things and these emotions and these thoughts and feelings start to come up, right? And we're told to think positive, think, you know, do the whole affirmations and, and, and you feel good, which you do, which I did. And I've done this for many years. But what... What the one key thing that you're that we're forgetting, and I, I definitely did this, was that all this positive talk, thinking, all this positive stuff that you're doing is great, but all you're doing is actually burying the negativity or burying that trauma or burying that experience deeper and deeper. You're not actually handling it. You're not overcoming it. You're not releasing it. And because of that, like anything, you just keep burying it and burying it and burying it and burying it, and all it's doing is boiling, boiling, brewing, brewing. And getting to that stage where it's only moments away, uh, an encounter away before you snap. And all that comes back up again. So I think it's really important to, to remember that like, when you're having these experiences and when you're having these moments, the best thing to do is, yeah, have some positive thoughts and have some positive affirmations, but really is handling that trauma. And sometimes it is just thinking about it, sitting in it, sleeping in it, owning it, journaling about it, writing it out, talking to someone about it, whether it's a coach, a mentor, an advisor, a psychologist, a professional, in whatever whatever the case may be, is I think the most important thing that you we all need to work on is, yeah, positive, absolutely, push forward, think positive, do positive things, but let's handle that negativity first. Let's handle that trauma. Let's handle that emotion because I think when you do that, all of a sudden that positive, you know, manifestation that positive visualization and the, the meditation is amplified tenfold because there's no longer this negativity holding it down does that make sense and i know you know what i'm i'm talking about i know you've got your own experience and when i read that in this book and in the, when i heard it sorry in the audio book like i said i had to pause the book i had to turn it off for a bit and i was driving and i had to just drive with no music because it, it it hit me and it made sense and i've come here here now and wanted to share it with you because it makes so much sense to me and it's, and it's made such an impact to me as well and, and I'm sure now that you even when you finish listening to this this episode now which I'm going to f- wrap up now for you as our time sort of here ends what I I know that you'll drive on or, or run on or walk on or listen on and you have some silence and realize shit you know I've, I've I've been burying this one thing it doesn't have to be something big it could be something small I've been burying I've been pushing aside I've been 
covering up this one feeling, emotion, experience, trauma, whatever it is that you've, you've had with positive talk, with other people, with materialistic things, with money, with cars, with clothes, with jewelry, with name brands, with people, with partying and alcohol and drugs and everything else, whatever it may be. But I never really handled it. And if that's you, I can absolutely relate because it was me, me too. So look, I, I hope that really does connect. And if you are someone who's like, you know what, I do connect with that, but I, I, I'm not too sure how to handle it or how to, or what to do, reach out to me. This is what I do with a lot of my clients that I get to work with is we work on this stuff because even though a lot of the, the work I do is with business owners and, and working on their businesses, 80%, 70% of the time, it is working on themselves because you're an extension of your business. And even if you don't have an, a, a business, you're an extent, like you, you're, you're, you're per, you as a person is a reflection of, you know, your external world is a reflection of you and your internal world. So if you're not happy with your external world, it has to start from within. So we work on that. We work on the internal you to make sure that you're the best possible version you can be right now. And we handle those challenges and those issues and those traumas and those, cha- and those emotional setbacks that we have to make sure that you can turn up the best version of yourself for your family, for your friends, for your kids, for your parents, for your siblings, for whoever it is, for your team, for your, for your boss, for, your, for whatever. Isn't it cool to know that you're turning up daily as the best version of you? Like, isn't that ultimately the goal that we all have for life? I know that's for me, for sure. I want to be the best version of myself every day of the week, every day of the month, every day of the year. Because I know if I'm doing that, then I'm giving the best version of me to everyone out there. And that's all you can ultimately do. So, you know, remember, before you go burying experiences, traumas, emotions, before you go burying it with positivity and, and, and high level thoughts, let's just handle that. Let's release that, that negativity to allow the positivity to really flourish and grow. But for me, that's it for this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love to hear if it's really connected and you've taken something from it. I set out to make this a 15-minute episode. It's now seven and a half minutes, but it needs to be there. Uh, and on the next one I'm going to record, I'm going to record something new. So I'd really encourage you to go, go across and listen to it. It's a, it's a new model I've created, the four R's. It's called Retreat, Reassess, Rebuild, and Return. And it's all about you know handling those negativity, negativity experiences, handling those traumas, and how you can go away uh, and, and work on yourself and come back, return as a, as a new you after being rebuilt. So, hey guys, again, you know the deal. Share this on social media. Message me, email me. Let me know how you've uh, found this episode and what you've taken from it and what you're going to most importantly do in your world. I'd love to hear you know what 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 tips you've taken from it and how you're going to actually implement it in your life as well. So. So hey, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us on that episode. What an incredible one it was. Make sure you like, comment, share and subscribe to the podcast. Remember, make today count and be great.